bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. Thursday, February 24th, 2022, and this is episode 1741 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. And I'm Matt Lott. And Terry Weaver just got back from his trip to Disneyland for the first time in what? How many years now? Since Two or three? Uh, 19. Whenever Four, that, November 19. Years. Yeah, so that's kind of when the last time. Yeah. I feel like the world we now know is getting back to normal because it's like each and every other episode. Is it's like, a trip Terry's report. back. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has, been, this has been a long time for going to Disneyland because right, no, but this is a good thing. I have not been to Disneyland since the opening of Galaxy's Edge, so that was May of 2019, I think, right? Yeah, I went that trip, and then we had even the one thing more. LA. Yeah, and yeah, so, so I haven't been back since. Obviously, the plans were always to go back because that next summer was supposed to be the opening of uh, Marvel Avengers Campus, and my son and I were very much preparing to go to the opening of that. Then. When Disneyland did finally reopen after over a year being closed, they said it's only for California residents. Then slowly it's gotten back to normal. And now Disneyland, would you say is that, you know, full back to normal vibes? Um, there are some things where Disneyland is way ahead of Walt Disney World that are I found very interesting. And there are some ways that are that are very far behind. Um, I was out there um, to work with uh, my friend Jeff Barnes, who is also known as Dr. Disneyland. He uh, had a course at California Baptist University called The History of Disneyland, and he's taught that for the last several years. And it just kind of um, stepped away from teaching to launch this course online. And so we were helping him kind of get that up and going. And um, so when we landed on Wednesday, we went straight. Um, we went straight to In-N-Out at LAX because that's what you do when you land at LAX. But then we went straight to Disneyland. Um, and uh, it was the last day of masks in the park. Um so and then I went again Saturday. Was it just inside at that point, or was it just or it was just inside okay. at that point? So like it was in Florida. Yeah, same as it was in Florida. And then Saturday, we went back again um, with with Jeff um, to film a bunch of stuff, and uh, it was there was no masks that day. It was and it was definitely different. Um, so, the things that were very noticeable that where Disneyland kind of has. Um, where they're kind of way ahead of Disney World is live entertainment. Um, they had Street Sphere and California Adventure. Um, when you go to the cir- circle right there in front of Carthay Circle, they had um, street characters out. Um, all the characters are kind of roaming around. There's definitely a lot more activity from entertainment, and I guess you should expect that. It's Los Angeles, the home of entertainment. Um, yeah, but with all of them being much stricter in California, I would assume that it would be the opposite than it was in Florida. But it, fe- it feels like you're right. I've seen those in the pictures. Even some of the pictures you posted, it felt like a much more traditional uh, day at the parks. Yeah, and I'll say this very, very, very clear. The parks are back. Like, people are back. Um, I was there Wednesday, which would have been a non-blocked pass holder day. Pretty crowded. I was there Saturday. Now, granted, it was a holiday weekend, but almost every pass except for the highest level of pass that you have been able to buy for eight months. Right. Um, and it was to the gills. I mean, the park was packed. It, it looked like a holiday weekend in the parks. Um, their trams are coming back this week. Um, I think their tram will actually be back before all of the Walt Disney World trams. Now, granted, their lack of tram is much different because the walk from the back of 
um, Disneyland, like Animal parking? Kingdom parking lot to is bad, but to walk from Disneyland. Oh, you're in, in a mile away. To, more to, than that. Um, little little top that a little over ten thousand steps just back and forward from the parking. Yeah, lot. Yeah, I would assume so because it is you're parking well beyond what is downtown Disney there. Yeah. So I mean that's that is a haul. So I understand why that's probably. But also, I feel like in Florida, this has been a staffing thing. Feels like more than anything. Other than that, why is it not open? Yep. Uh, and but that does look like that. That's then some have started to come back in yep. Orlando, but not everything yet. Yeah. So spent a great deal of time just chilling in, in on Avengers Campus. Mm. And uh, so you go in. Let's paint the picture because we haven't had a review of of Avengers Campus yet. You go into uh, California Adventure. You cross through Carth- past Carthay Circle. Just like you're rushing to get that fast pass at Cars Land. The Radiator Springs. Yeah. The Radiator Springs. And where Bugs Land was, was you take a hard left, yeah. and you're in on the Avengers Campus. Okay. And the Avengers Campus kind of goes all the way back to the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror, whatever whatever they call that thing. Yeah. Joe Rohde's Rocket Tower. Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout. Mission breakout. There you go. I heard here. they tried to get him off of Spotify recently. Yeah, the Joe Rody experience. Yeah. <laughs> the Joe Rody experience. They were done with it. Yeah. It's those earrings, man. Neil Old earrings was, get you every time. was done. That might be my favorite Will Will joke. In a I would wear a Joe Rody experience shirt. <laughs> Someone should make that. But then again, same logo. I don't think I agree with either of their politics. I think <laughs> I think both know. are pretty out there. Yeah, I think I think, both... I, think, I, think mm. I stand pretty far for both of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rody, because he may smell. But mm. he just looks like it. No offense to him, but he yeah. just—he's a man of of like nature. He's yeah, a, he's he, you know, he's a hiking he's a nature man. You know what I mean? It's a different. He's a vibe. He's a vibe that looks like someone. Edward Elton John song. The yeah. guy who just man. puts forty you know earrings in his ear because puts forty earrings. He did that on that. Take a bath. And the first one was like uh, his five year he's a nature man. Yeah. Right, wasn't it? Like the first <clears> hit thing he put through his ear was like the pin they give you for working at Disney for ten years, and then it's just expanded out. Really? His I don't know. I, made that up. I don't know. Their own experience. <laughs> I like that story. I'll, I think it is. I think we should stick with it. I heard something like that too. Yeah, yeah it's something like we that. Saw, we're, he was, pierced his own ear like he was a on an interview we in saw. the middle of it. And uh, yeah, good for him though. He's retired. So you walk in, you take a hard left. You're in Avengers Campus. It's there like a entry, like you are now in Avengers Campus. Or is it kind of like Avatar, there where it's just welcome, like you're there? There's a welcome kind of sign, um, and the you know the big A is on the ground. Um, there's lots of, um, what I love about the Avengers campus right now is there's lots of like, um, you know, one of the things Disneyland has that Walt Disney World doesn't is just a lot of spaces where you can kind of duck in and feel like you're out of the just flow of humans. Um, which like, is interesting because Disneyland doesn't really, doesn't have really have the space, a lot but, of space, but there was a lot of space. Um, you walk right in and you walk, you basically are walking right past the web Mm-hmm. Which is the Spider-Man um, attraction and where the Spider-Man show is? How does well? You're going to get into this, I'm sure, but I want to know how that ride compares with the Islands of Adventure ride. Oh, okay, yeah. That's my. I, I really want to know how the two, you know, shape up against each other. But go when ahead. you say show, you mean the thing where he flies across, like the the animatronic? Yeah. Well, that we've seen. Well, it's a actor that very clearly turns into an animatronic. Gotcha. Starts on the roof, mm-hmm. talks to you, has a couple of uh, Peter Parker one-liners, um, you know, almost dad joke level Peter Parker jokes, 
and then the, they do the deal with the jump. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's on the ground walking around. And I'd imagine at normal times that would turn into a character meet and greet. Yeah. Um, the uh, There was a lot of just general entertainment in Avengers Campus. Um, Loki was on top of one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, Are the S.H.I.E.L.D. the good guys or the bad guys? Depends on which yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a gray area. <laughs> That gummit, I need clear-cut lines. I mean, uh, at first. Phase yes. one, good guess. Yeah. Phase two, not so much. Ah, like the X-Men. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't want to mess with that. <laughs> um, so you definitely have lots of, uh, there's a huge show with the, the what, 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 give me the proper name for the Warriors from, from Wakanda. Uh, Dora Milaje, I think. Yeah. Like the Could three, the three um, main Black yeah. Panther characters. Yeah, the three. That was wise to try to defer to Matt Lott on that because <laughs> I wasn't going to try to say that. <laughs> no, one. no. And uh, they do a whole. What I liked about it is there's kind of like a pseudo stage, but for the most part, the entertainment is kind of when they explained Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge. They said you'll be you'll have your own Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. You almost get this vibe that you are hanging on campus with the Avengers, and you're kind of part of the. You kind of get lost in it really quick. Cool. Um, even with like, you know, Ant Man was just kind of wandering around on the roof. Um, there's a building that's a show building that nothing is in right now, and it's a massive building. I mean, it's the size of like, it's the size of the show building for Haunted Mansion in Orlando. Okay, so I mean, something so, big's coming. Something big is coming. Because um, the only attractions. Attraction, traditional attractions are Spider-Man and Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. And then the rest is meet and greets, food, yep. that kind yep. of stuff. There's an outside lounge, and then there's the PYM test kitchen, which is kind of Ant-Man themed. And there's two shawarma. Nice. Um, for one, the merch was fantastic. Um, I'm I, I'm rocking an Avengers uh, hoodie today. Um, they definitely had some great merch. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they have the spiders from the from the the um, ride for the ride and they're full like droid level now so now you can get like an iron an iron man outfit for your spider gotcha. and, like, <laughs> oh, that's fun yeah so which is smart i mean they've they've figured out that you know people want experiences to take the parks home um you know i've watched most of the avengers movies i haven't like i've missed a few towards the end I, i'm not all the way caught up in the series terrible but i i grew up a massive spider-man fan as a kid like it was the first Halloween costume that I remember was like a custom like made Spider-Man outfit. Um, I'll let the mental picture of me and Spider-Man spin. Are we saying custom or homemade? Homemade. I feel like custom made sounds like there is we had this commission for you. No. Homemade no, feels mom. like your mom made it. That's different. No, my no mom offense was, your mom though, but she was a. She she was an artistic. You know, yes, no, I know. I know. She, <laughs> she was a pretty good seamstress back Typically in the day. Typically when your mom makes something, though, you don't refer to it as custom. <laughs> Yeah, I think of that as custom like a made, cosplayer maybe. being like, well, I got this. You know, got this custom made from the make from knows the your mom. It's from the original molds. <laughs> <laughs> this was before that was even a thing. Yes, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but the, the test kitchen was super cool. There was you kind of go in there and like it you get the vibe of the of the story they're trying to tell with giant pretzels and the whole theme is like giant food and small food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and okay, the pretzels man. like the size of a table. So if you have kids, it's a great, like... It's a memory. 
it's a memory. It's an experience. Like we went to Disney, we had the giant pretzel. Like that, nice. it's that yeah. kind of it was a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, there's like a twelve dollar one that's like pretty large, and there's like a hundred dollar version. There's a hundred dollar sandwich. <laughs> there's a hundred dollar panini that's like feeds like fifteen people. Well, which one do you think? About okay, it? okay, that's different. That's yeah. a that's like getting a party sub. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, but I mean, hundred dollar panini. Like, <laughs> but for a family of you guys, like a family of five, and you normally bring someone with you else to the uh, hundred dollars on a Disney meal is nothing. Feels like a, <laughs> yeah. it feels like a, feels like you're robbing them. It feels like a good deal. Yeah. You should I see mean, my Uber Eats bill. I, this hundred dollar panini is a real steal. <laughs> if, it, if it feeds fifteen, then it really kind of yeah, is. I mean, my corn dog bag of Lay's potato chips and iced tea was sixteen dollars. Darn good corn dog, though. It is a fantastic top notch corn dog. It. You didn't. You didn't believe me the first time we were out there. I was like, these corn dogs are. It all was also the- like eight a.m. and you're like, you got to have this corn dog. And I was I like, I don't know if I can handle it. It's too heavy for a corn dog. Um, yeah. Breakfast corn dogs, just I mean, sausage pancake. Pretty no, much. they do have. They basically have those in uh, in uh, the Ronto ramps. They have a breakfast. Yeah, I've had uh, that because their docking bay seven wasn't open for breakfast. So that was kind of the weird thing. Is like dining places were closing like two hours before the park. You could tell there's definitely a staffing issue that maybe is hitting them harder than other places. Mm-hmm. Which, it makes sense, because it's expensive to hire people in California. So to get on Spider-Man, which is called what? Do we even know what they've... What's the web official? Slingers, I believe. Spider-Man Web sw- Slingers. Yeah. Is there anything special you have to do right now? Is it virtual queue? Just, you just get up and go? Hop in line if you want to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the weights the weights weren't horrible. Um, and it is still on... It's still a lightning lane. It's a lightning lane attraction if you want to... And that works the same? It, Ish? It's... Um, Five more bucks, which I don't understand why. But the concept works. Mm-hmm. It's just you buy the ticket to go. Yeah. Before we get to that, let me actually see. The pricing for tickets. Um, Wednesday was cheaper than good. I bought the tickets for Wednesday, and there was two of us. Um, I had someone that I'm working with on this project with. And I bought two, 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 two hoppers in parking. We spent right at $400. All right. For two park tickets. Two park tickets and parking, but but really four park park you can go to both parks. Mm. But look, I'm not saying it's a good deal. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, is it that much more extreme than a park hopper? It's park hopper, you get four, but who really gets to go to all four parks? Yeah. Uh, now, now what is fantastic is still pretty high inside the magic. Um, and whether you like them or not is 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 irrelevant. Has an interesting article that they published on the 22nd, which I think was yesterday when we we're recording this. Is it irrelevant? Okay. Um, and they actually really, you know, they, they they do what all these sites do. They basically found out what you know KTLA and LA did a um, investigated Disneyland pricing, and Disneyland basically figured out that it was ch- it was cheaper to leave Los Angeles, fly to Disneyland Paris, pay airfare, get park reservations, and stay there than it would be to go from like the Bay Area in California and stay at the Paradise Pier Hotel. It was cheaper to go. I mean, that feels impossible. Well, it's a five-hour drive or whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess you could fly if you flew. The Hotel Santa Fe uh-huh. um, was with. Um, What's the Hotel Santa Fe? Seven day in theme park. Oh, that's the Disneyland Paris Hotel. Uh huh. No meals or anything, but just like your hotel and your tickets was twenty right twenty one seventy three thirty six. Um, yeah. your flights. Um, for the same number of people, including the shuttle, was fourteen hundred dollars. Um, so you add those up. If you were to stay at seven nights, which you wouldn't need to, but if but say you were, yeah. Um, 
the Paradise Pier Hotel, according to according to KTLA, um, is pricing out at um, that was seven nights in Paris for five nights, five nights at the Disney Disneyland Anaheim at the at Paradise Pier, which I don't recommend that hotel was five forty a night. That's insane. Um, That's what I paid once for the Grand California, tickets. and I was so mad. But in the moment, I felt yeah. like I had to, and it was like oh, nearly five hundred bucks for the night. I could not believe it. That is wild. Five nights worth of tickets, uh, forty-five, seventy-one fifty. So, you know, do it. Do that with what you wish. Disneyland Paris is a fantastic park. But back to Disneyland. Uh, web slingers. I had pretty relatively low expectations because I had heard, oh, it's just. It's basically just Midway Mania for Spider-Man. And in some ways it is. The theming around it is fantastic. I mean, you're in Avengers Campus, you're coming there. It is the most fun I've had on the theme park attraction in my entire life. What? All right. Most fun. Just the interactive? It. There's no guns. There's no anything. Your hands, you're just basically... And you're literally just sitting there just doing this the entire... I'm on the ground doing that. And basically just finger pointing. Rock and roll! Um. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Basically, what you're saying is it's a workout. Mm. It is kind of like... It- I mean, look, the Lego Ninjago ride is similar to that, at the Legoland. And that ride, by the end of it, your arms are kind of tired because it is four yeah. or five minutes of just... Yeah, this one, you have to, like... When you, you do karate <laughs> chops for that one, so you're Chop. going like this. Up the top, and it is a bit, by the end of it, you are... And by the way, if you're not watching this, you're doing this. You're karate chopping your hands. Karate chop. Terry with Spider-Man in his hands. Yeah. Uh, it was just a ton of fun. The ride vehicle is super cool. The load experience is great. They don't have enough of them, but it was a fun. You get four people to each side of a car, and the two people you're sitting with are kind of a small team, and then the whole vehicle is a team. Mostly on screens? All all on screens with effects around it. Okay. And it's mostly just you're shooting those spider uh, bots that have gotten out of control. Look, I was talking to my wife the other day, and I, my son asked, what's your favorite ride right now? And I said, well, Rise of the Resistance. And she said, uh, the Millennium Falcon, because mm. it is like a memory. It is like five of us together screaming and yelling and doing stuff. Hollering at each other. That it's a that! bit different than any yeah. other ride where you're just experiencing it one-on-one. You're just experiencing like mm-hmm. I'm watching The Little Mermaid animatronics and I'm going yeah. by. This is actual an interactive experience. So you're maybe that's something like Ratatouille needed. Like if you're going to have screens in front of me. Yes. Give me something to do. I, I will say we wrote it on Wednesday, then we wrote it again on Saturday. And the Saturday we got on, and we realized that we were clearly, you know, it was women in sweatshirts with long dresses. So I was like, okay, these are Pentecostals. They are going to know how to raise their hands. And, man, we, we we got the high score of the day. There you go. They knew what to do. They knew what to do with the hands raised on there, man. That sucker, it we tore spirit. it up. We broke we broke world records that day. I'm That's sure. awesome. But That's it was awesome. just a lot of fun. You know what I think? The best, the, what makes the best Disney attraction for me is that you forget you're a grown man and you're on a ride about watching TV. You just got, I got lost in it. That's fun. And it was just super fun. And I think sometimes we've gotten these really high expectations about our Disney experiences when we just need to go hop on it and go, but this, what is this? Cause I didn't have any, I hadn't watched any of the videos. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, just I've cause seen, I didn't want to. I've I wanted seen to hop on stills and things, but it's, yeah, I mean, it. I've seen like the concept art and it was just a ton of fun. I, I laughed almost the entire time. It just, it felt like, it felt like I was part of the story. It was, it was, it, I, I, it evoked the feelings that I wanted, I wanted to have in Galaxy's Edge that nice. I still haven't had. Um, so you did that. 
decent length. How long ride? What do you think? Three, five? Yeah, something about three to five minutes. You don't. Is that like with the altar call or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the Pentecostals. Yeah. There's a, a, a love offering. That's no. a thirty-minute altar call. Yeah. I mean, at least. Falling into another length of the ride. <laughs> just, just as you are. You did you did you end in a store? No. Oh, no, another another one like we talked about the other week. Why are they doing this? I don't know. You, you walk out them. in the store with a. Now, granted, you walk out the queue, and there's bots on the ground, looking mm. like a fool with the bots on the ground. Right. But that's but, <laughs> that like this threw me off. Uh, but that's kind of how it is at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. There's yeah. that. But that's a tiny store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You there would think a, though, like, the, with the Avengers stuff, I mean, you could even get a tiny little theme specific to that hero store at every single. Yeah. Opportunity. Now, yeah. I don't know if you remember, I'm pretty sure this was there when, when the three of us went to launch uh, as dreamers do, which it seems like, has that been like 10 years? Seven, like 2014? Eight, eight years? Yeah. We're approaching it. It, it, seems like, it seems like a while. It feels longer ago than it actually even is. It, <laughs> yeah. was, about eight, it was 2014. Uh, or 2013, 2014. So yeah, I think when we year. were there, that's when they had like the snow area inside where you could like play in the snow with Frozen. If you, do you remember that at all? Right next to the Muppets, Vaguely. where the Muppets was, Vaguely, there's a maybe. giant show building that's empty, and that's oh, a huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a massive, like launch bay size Avengers store right now. Okay. So if you're looking for a eighty-three hundred dollar Tony Stark to have in your living room, that's the well, place. He do, what's he do? No. <laughs> he just stands there, but you do get your pass holder and your DVC discount if you're wondering. So I mean, <laughs> that's gotta be. Like, I mean, ten percent like off, fifty percent off—that's a big discount. Yeah, I know, probably one of the biggest you can get. Yeah, exactly. Like that, or one of those, like, Whew. oh, it's a diamond encrusted Cinderella castle. Yeah, <laughs> like, who buys this? That one guy. Yeah, so that was, you know, th- that was the highlight of. Uh, so, answer the question, that Matt. Lied. Yeah, how does that ride compare with the Spider-Man ride at Universal Studios? I mean, because it's interactive, I think it just gives it a, a it just takes it up another notch. Cool. Um, so there's that ride enough. is great. The yeah. Universal ride. Yeah, that Universal ride. Universal ride is, is still, 20 years later, and they've redone some of the effects, mm-hmm. is still Holds up. one of the best attractions in theme parks. Yeah. Not even just in It's just fun. Universal, yeah. Yeah. And in the test kitchen, I had a chocolate smash, which was like a giant candy bar. Was it green? No, I mean, it was, <sighs> it was just- What are they doing here? <laughs> I know, but, but smash, I Hulk was, smash. It to, I, I don't remember that part of the movie. But no, it has theme, to do with Hulk Smash, right? No, no, it has to do with that's Ant, all Ant Man themed. I know, so they but they're just connected. A candy yeah. bar. It was a great. It was a great. Uh, a, a great experience. I mean, Cars Land's still fantastic. I had this. Some, I had never had the dill pickle popcorn. Oh. Which sounds like it terrible, but it was. Yeah. But I like dill pickle flavored things. Yeah, it, so. but it was it, it was fantastic. The whole. Um, so there's huh? there's that stores. And then the Guardians ride, which has been unchanged. Yeah. yeah. Which is a terrific ride. Yeah. So, and you very much can tell that another ride, and based on how crowded it was, it needs it. they need another ride just for people. That, would you go now, if you're a Marvel fan, would you go now or would you wait what was likely, let's say, minimum two years till probably you have that big attraction? Because it's not even like Rise of the Resistance where it was announced and we knew it was coming. Yeah. There's been nothing announced. We just all... Feel like something's happening. We know like, in Paris they have a different ride. It's kind of like waiting for the third attraction to come to Galaxy's Edge, which we have no idea when that's going to be. Yeah, I don't know if ever. I mean, I'd, no, there's a third attraction planned. The, it there's, says it's the Quinjet to Wakanda. What? 
That's going to be the next ride. That's the rumor. Yeah, that's, I just Googled it, and it says that's it's the, the it land's make third attraction will open in phase two at a time yet to be announced. Right. Um, They're still picking up the pieces from being closed for a year. Yeah, so I, that's, they, what, that's what I'm saying. It's probably minimum yeah. of a two-year yeah, out. The Quinjet does sit on top of that and building. And it says that you accompany the Avengers on an adventure to Wakanda. So that sounds like that would be the big... The big one. In that big building you're talking about, yeah. and there's a queen. It would totally yeah. fit a queue and basically. That would be fun. Does this exist? Basically, Star Tours. Yeah. I would imagine it would be. Does this exist in a timeline like Star Wars or uh, Galaxy's Edge does, or is this just Marvel? It's their campus, so there's no. And it, but it's I know, Tom but Holland, right? That does. Tom Holland is is in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, but we know. Okay, but Star Wars it takes place we know between the Last Jedi. And the rise of Skywalker. They had right. to do that with the Avengers. If you take place after Endgame, where you take place, you know, yeah, yeah. After, there's a, these characters have to. Some of them, right? I'm not spoiling. Let me You've mix seen it them. up. Some Wait. of them don't have, don't exist anymore. Let me make it confusing. Right. Yeah. The costume that he wears at Avengers Campus. Who? Spider-Man. Spider-Man specifically is the same costume that Spider-Man wore in an episode of What If, the animated series. But that was voiced by a different person. So I don't know. So maybe in theory, this is just its own thing. Maybe so. It, yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no, there's a, look, I don't believe there has to be. No. I think Star Wars has actually leaned way too far into it with the, with Galaxy's Edge to where you have to be on this a certain track or timeline. Yeah. I think that's where they've lost a lot of the stock. Yeah. Because, again, I think a lot of people anticipated the longevity of the sequel trilogy to be a lot more than what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of gives me a little hope. If you have Loki and Tony Stark, and right. and these characters, obviously, it's not in the same. We're not at the. We're not post in game. Right. We're right. not post. We're just in the a generic Why? Marvel. Why are we not post in game, Logan? Well, uh, Tony Stark dies. Uh, let's Boom. just say, okay, you've had how many years now? Will. I don't think. I don't I think I can it ruin came it. Out. No, it came out about three years ago now. Twenty nineteen. Right? Yeah. So you know what? If you haven't seen it, is it an X Men movie? <laughs> it's X Men. That's coming. X Men. Uh, you see that trailer? No. Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love, <laughs> Will's favorite. Or how I Marvel learned to character. stop worrying and love the bomb. The title's not that far off. What is the that actual Will's title? Will's favorite Marvel character, Doctor Strange, which he told me can't stand him. He loves him. Told me that in confidence. Hate that. <laughs> His new movie. There's a reference, big reference to the X Men. Not only like big reference. X-Men. Professor X is it's, in the trailer. It's Patrick, or, <laughs> Patrick, yeah, Stewart, Patrick Stewart, Professor X. Yeah. It's his voice. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't know. He's That's like, silly get, technology. He says, let's tell him the truth. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. And now they're all doing the Andrew Garfield. Doctor Strange does that right. He snaps. That's him. Says, yeah, he's magic. purple. He's a purple he's snapping cape, yeah. ma- magician. And he says magic. <laughs> magic. He does this, right? He does yeah. like a wax on, wax off. I, I have something I want to talk about. When, now he's got when, a scary Whenever goatee. we're ready to move on from he's evil. From comic talking books. talking about the new theme park coming to Orlando? I wonder if people are genuinely going to be mad at me. I want to talk about that. For spoiling Endgame, but now I feel bad. We've had a time, right? No. It's been it's the biggest the movie end. of all time. Yeah, yeah, but you don't see anything. I, it's not I've true. not seen the movie. I watched and I'm not so mad at you. much on the Criterion seen, channel. Did, did you finish the Mandalorian season two? No. Right. Didn't mm. start it. Right. I know. Didn't start it. Uh, you're going to get another whole television series. I know. Yeah. People are like you got to watch Book of Boba Fett, and I'm like, yeah, get to it. <laughs> yeah, I get to it. I heard that episode five though was real <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> you should do Mandalorian season two, Book of Boba Fett. Right before Mandalorian season three comes out, so you can just go straight into. What about this? What if I just skip those? You you can just lose a lot. You're like, who is this? (laughs) So why is his face mask off? (laughs) It 
<laughs> Lies Boba Fett so like normal. Yeah. <laughs> he loves peace. Yeah, it's when. <laughs> Go ahead, Terry. I'm sorry. So while I was at Disneyland, uh, you were at the, Disneyland. The Walt Disney Company decided <laughs> that what we really want is a subdivision for that's potentially going to be. Oh yeah. The, the Disney Margaritaville 55 plus community potentially. Uh, well, the first one is not 55 plus. Right? No. But it, most of the people that live in that area are, are. 75 plus. <laughs> and that is Disney's planned community out in Rancho Mirage, California. Story Living. S- Story Living? That's the name With of the G? Or, or the Story Living. Living. Okay, I was going to say. Story Living. <laughs> Story Living. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the nat- If they do a natural one, that's what it'll be. It'll just I've be the watched it. I watched the promo. Uh, I am. Fairly familiar with that area. I stayed out there for a couple weeks uh, about five years ago, and it is the desert. It is right outside of Palm Springs. I mean, Palm Springs and Rancho Mirage connect to each other, and uh, it's where you know, a lot of big golf courses are, and it's, it's a cool area, but there is a lot of area that it was completely undeveloped, and that- Because it's a desert. Because yeah. it's a desert. I just looked up the picture. I don't know, guys. That's just a cactus. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's one of my favorite places. We almost moved there. Uh, to be completely honest, like we almost packed up the whole family and moved to the desert because it's weird and it's fun and it has just a different vibe. Now, also in the summer, it's 120 degrees. Yeah, you don't go outside. And that's in the not summer. an exaggeration. It's 120 but it's a plus dry degrees. Heat. <laughs> it's not there. They say it's dry heat, but from all the locals, they tell me you have to, like, they play golf at four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Right. Because it's cool. But by the time when the sun comes right. up, you have to stay inside. It's the dry heat, just like an oven. Now, Walt Disney had yeah exactly. Walt Disney had his house there in Palm Springs, uh, just maybe five miles from there. So there is a big tie-in. Uh, I like the concept. I don't really understand the difference between this other than the 55 plus. I get that. I get the villages kind of thing. Uh, opposed to they abandoned ship on celebration. Why do you feel like they wouldn't do the same right for mm-hmm. this? And that's my kind of only concern. Because it looks cool, but so did Celebration. And Celebration is cool, by the way, still. But it became community-run. Disney uh, completely left. Um, there were some PR issues as well. Yeah, but there's going to be there, too. If you have a, a, Just like there's the villages. If you have a place where people are living, people are going to commit crime. You can't, yeah, you people can't are gonna have, keep you know, the Disney mystique mm. when you have non- employees yeah. yeah it's just people living yeah they're going about their lives Yeah, there will be disputes there will be issues there will be emergencies i am not opposed to it i love the, the promo video they put out for it i love that area i will be certainly interested to see what they decide to do i think that area needs it uh so great well i guess my only question and you know the area better than i do where they put celebration because it was close to the theme park. True. Well, it was actually on Disney property. Was terrible. <laughs> yeah, you don't... Celebration should not exist. It's not like it's it was this thriving residential community area already, and they were able to develop within yeah. that. They put it in a a very non-residential, very high-trafficked uh, uh, area of And maybe one of the, especially tourism. at the time, they've worked on it in the last 10 years, maybe in the last five years, uh, an area that... Is- Crime heavy. Exactly. An area That's that is. I'm trying to be. You're right off off of 192, and not the good part of 192. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are at the part that was uh, was considerably rougher. Right. And, and they decided it, to put a luxury community there. Yeah. You're putting million dollar homes. The difference with Rancho Mirage is that one, it's not on property. It's not next to the parks. It has that Disney tie-in, like you're saying, of 
Walt loved it. Yeah. But it's not like they're saying we got to put this right here on property. Yeah. And two, yes, there are, is crime and everything, but it's still a lot of people go there for vacation homes for their uh, winter retreats and things of that nature that – and least, I think that's the, that's what yeah, this is. I think that's the difference. I think these are second homes. I think this is second it. homes or vacation homes. I don't feel like this is people's primary residence. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in Palm Springs leave uh, in the summer months. I mean, for uh, where Walt lived at Smoke Tree Ranch, we toured it. They only are open from November to April, like the amenities. So, like whether it's the restaurants or anything they offer, and the HOA is the most insane thing you've ever seen in your life. But you don't have to cook. You no know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. <laughs> Ten grand a month, but whatever. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Whoa. that's more than uh, that's Whoa. more than Golden Oak. Just for your association yep. fees, more than Golden. I mean, it's but it's also the difference of that. Again, you're living on a theme park property. This is a luxury enclave. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. It's a private thing. The Rancho Mirage is an area is very suburban. Where Palm Springs is still downtown, but the downtown is very cool and eclectic and weird and kind of classic and has cool hotels and places where younger people are rancho mirage is like where you go to the olive garden you know like it's <laughs> the next area has really high-end houses uh, but the high end there it's not like i mean yes there are houses that are 10 20 million dollars whatever there's a lot of like you know people are living there for a few hundred thousand to a million and a half for like two million dollars it's not these just insane estates which for california is what yeah normal at least this houses. was a few years ago uh now things have changed obviously in the last few years it, but it felt very normal. And that's honestly part of the reason we liked that area. We we're like, oh, unlike LA, we could actually see ourselves living here. And, you know, you go to a grocery store and there's parking for the right amount of people. And, you know, LA can get kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that vibe. It is a much more suburban vibe. And you go three hours away and you're in Las Vegas. You go two hours away, you're, you're in LA. It's a nice place to live in that sense. Like you are a few hours from a lot of things in that Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Rancho Mirage area. So I think it's cool. I, I will keep an eye on it, but uh, I don't know. It would, so Someone you, said the residential development is not Disney-owned. Sounds like they're only leasing the name and other developers are in charge. They're, 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 partnering, with, they're partnering with a developer. Yeah, but I think that's normal. I, mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. feel like that. Yeah, they're I don't not trying think, to be a construction company. No, but I— It'll be a if, general contract. I mean, it's the, whatever. Uh, the guy who—Josh— I can never say his last name. It's like doing the promo videos for yeah, it. Like tomorrow, it's it's, it's under it's, it's under, a Disney thing. It's under parks, resorts, and experiences. Right, and they will have a hotel, and they will have a resort. A resort. So you I'd imagine that, you'll see a DVC yes, on some of the properties, and you will probably see those houses up for nightly rental, like yep. a reunion, like the year. Absolutely, because it's got those kind of amenities. Yeah. Though um, Rancho Mirage has recently made those illegal. Oh. I knew that only because I'm in a few Rancho Mirage Facebook groups. They did recently, because I looked to go stay there recently, they have mm-hmm. recently removed short-term vacation rentals, so I wonder if that will come back now. Fascinating. I would imagine. It would, it would almost have to. Yeah. Hmm. They're getting that money. Um, the money. So, you know, for the most part, I was I was out there to work. We we, we did come to dinner um, a couple days later to go to Napa Rose, um, which is one of my favorite, probably my favorite Disney restaurant, and their menu is very, very limited, but we were able to get in, um, have one of our my favorite servers that's about to, about to retire and start his own business. So it was f- fun to go uh, see Uncle Cox one more time, um, who I think we've had out there at-, at uh, Does he have a funny name? He used to go by Saucy. Yes. Um, but Now he's Disney now kinda, he's gotten more professional? Well, Disney kind of frowned upon the fact that he kind of became like the yeah, mascot. They of don't the, want you to, yeah, they don't want you taken away. Uh, yeah. Um, 
but I had probably literally the best pot roast I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, but Napa Rose was great. And then the next day we went to to Disneyland and we, we you know, we just were kind of there mostly filming and, you know, I mean, we saw all the things and we, I, we did web slingers again. Got a uh, question about that pot roast. You can't, you can't drop a nugget like probably the best pot roast I've ever had in my life and just move on without questions, Terry. Yep. I've had quite a few pot roast in my day, mm. as you do growing up in the South. Yes. I haven't seen a ton of variants in my pot roast. So how much better was the, I mean, because like incrementally better is going to probably top 99% of the pot roast I've had. How good is this pot roast, it, it It was almost like, it felt like I was having the filet of pot roast because it was, it was served like, Cut. It so wasn't. It should be on the menu. Come call yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pot roast. <laughs> I mean, I, I asked Saucy, if you will, you know, should I get the the fillet or this? The waiter, like, formerly known as Saucy. formerly known as <laughs> the, the artist, formerly known as. Um, and it had like a came with a cheddar, a cheddar, a horseradish, mashed potato. Okay. Uh, see, I can see how that could be. Fun. Yeah. That, you're right. Incrementally better. You know, maybe what? maybe a few steps and it, up. And it, and it did, and it wasn't just like crock pot. Yeah. It definitely felt like it was in an upscale. It was served like very. Pot. It was like La Crusade instead of like a uh, just a normal crock pot. You like, stole mm. my La Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> That's put, from uh, Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drama. <laughs> you put it in the uh, in the Dutch oven and then placed it in a regular oven to make said pot roast instead yeah. of just the old crock pot. Yes. What are you doing with my love crusades, now, bro? Uh, that's what it was. That's what it is. <laughs> the guy's cooking naked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he's a friend with Dom. But Dom is staying over and he's, he's uh, starts cooking. Is that when he's dating the fitness instructor? I can't remember. That's 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 that. That. I think from Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I don't like pot roast. Just, I know, hot take. Not, not a that's fan. That's strange. Not a fan. I think it's gross. Uh, well, here's well, the thing, Lo. This one, <laughs> probably better than any you've ever had. My kids love it. My wife loves it. So I eat it fairly often. But. I don't think it's hot. It's not the worst thing. It's just not. It's not <laughs> nothing I'd ever pick. And Go ahead. But what if Saucy told you, this is the fillet of pot roast? I would do it just for the grits, whatever it was. It's it's a mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, potatoes. And cheesy horseradish. I would do it for that. I like cheesy horseradish sounds. That's up my alley. I mean, yeah. just in general. Yeah. Like, it, mm. Cheesy horseradish BLT. I'm in. Yeah. If you of put course. cheesy horseradish right as a descriptor on a menu, I'm probably gonna say yes. Yeah, even if it's like spaghetti, <laughs> just because I want to know. Say yes to the horseradish. It's a new series. So uh, it's, getting it's a lot of people crying. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I have a horseradish obsession. I want that to be my like five hundred pounds and counting or whatever or it's my, called. My, you know? my, my weird addiction. My horseradish life. Yeah. Like people that eat paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like I can't. Like I have a tattoo. It's a horse and a radish on one arm. Like yeah. one arm's yeah. a horse. And then there's a radish, and it's like oh, I'm so in, man, bro. So it's like a tattoo you get in Flavor Town. It got red. Ooh. I got yellow. I got red and white. Pins on the month. Hard to find that red horseradish. Um, <laughs> a lot of delicatessens. And then uh, Sunday we went to L.A., uh, which I will say, first of filming some stuff, the <laughs> difference between Orange County and the surrounding areas of Los Angeles felt like we were entering another territory. Yeah. Um, no, you know, people I mean, asked about how are the mask mandates out there. Um, most of California seems like it's, other than the fact that, I paid sixty dollars to fill up a small SUV with five plus dollar a gallon gas. Um, Not that different here. Which I, which I think, which I think is coming to everywhere. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll have triple that by the end of the week. Yeah. Um, Not the end of the week. In the next. Ooh. 
Yeah. Um. But so, you know, th- that was a little. We went. We went to the Tamla Shatner because they just lifted this morning, I believe, the indoor mask mandate in LA. Yeah. And it wasn't even about the indoor mask mandate. It was just like the vaccine card thing was pretty crazy. Um, you couldn't sit. There was they had the tables blocked off that you weren't allowed to sit down in a Starbucks without a vaccine, and that just felt a little. That kind of gave me the. So you can walk in. Mm-hmm. It felt a little. Felt a little. Let me. A little most icely cantina. Mm. <laughs> it definitely felt a little. Let me refer to my copy of the Constitution. But that you, aside, you one of those mods, man. <laughs> uh, we kind of. We, so we, you don't know that because you're not in. You haven't watched Boba Fett. Yeah, we uh, we drove around mods. and um, <laughs> they're biker gang, brightly dro- colored biker gang. We drove around and shot. We went to Griffith Park and shot some stuff around the carousel. That. That's cool. Um, which the carousel, if you ever heard the story of how Disneyland happened, it happened to that park bench. I posted a video on my social channels if you want to hear a little bit about that. Um, and then we happened to be there one of the days, the one day a month that the Carrollwood Pacific Barn was open, which is open on the third. Sunday, yeah, it was a Sunday, third Sunday of every month, and the Carol World, Carolwood Pacific Barn was the barn that was really where Imagineering was born because it was the barn that was in Walt's backyard because yeah. Walt went over to um, Ollie, one of the famous animators for the Nine Old Men, saw his train and went, "I want one of these," um, and it was through the process of that park bench trip and the fact that um, Lillian was like, "Can you get, can you get all these trains out of my backyard?" <laughs> And so Walt literally built a giant train set called Disneyland. Uh, so that was cool to kind of walk around kind of the, 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 his barn. And the barn is literally a almost identical replica to the barn that is in Marceline on his family farm. So um, having seen that, that was super cool. We went over and kind of drove around by the studio, shot a couple of shots there. We're gonna we're actually going to go back and go in the studio on the next trip. But um, one of the things from like a Disney history perspective that I had always heard this story um, about Walt Disney that I had never kind of understood the perspective until I really just hung out around the studio and drove because we kind of circled the building because we kind of wanted some perspective and we're looking for some camera angles. Um, you know, there's this popular story on the on on, on Walt in Walt's last days he was in the hospital, and I always knew he was in the hospital, but I really didn't realize like literally that hospital is across the street. Like you could see mm. who was coming and going from the studios that day. Um, and it's popular, you know, it's well known that Walt, that in those last days, his brother talks about it, um, when Walt Disney World opened, that Walt literally drew where he wanted everything to go in the Magic Kingdom on the ceiling of his hospital bed. Mm-hmm. It was his last legacy that he left us was the Magic Kingdom. And so it was it was cool as someone who's studied Walt and the Disney history and then having, you know, been involved with you guys in the movie and... Um, it was powerful. And then we, we ended the day at the TAM and sat at table 31, which was the table where um, really cool. I had sat at that table one other time. But if you looked on the table, carved into the table was the exact scenes. It was from, I think it was a Ford Pavilion at the World's Fair. And that's the same exact scenes that became. They moved those scenes into the diorama that's right before you pull into Main Street Station in Disneyland, the dinosaur scenes. Literally. They're carved into the table like they like cool. they went through the ink or something, and of course they've mm-hmm. preserved that. That, that yeah. table probably should be in a museum, not people sitting at it. Yeah, it's cool though. It was it, it was cool to be able to sit at it, and so that was kind of that was kind of the, the 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 trip. It was definitely a fun. It was a lot of work. We stayed for another two days and, and did a, a bunch of work, but it was a it was fun to kind of be immersed in, in some Disney history, um, helping cool. uh, 
up in Jeff Launch's course to just get to hang out at Disneyland. And, you know, the parks are definitely back. Um, if you're wondering, now that the mask, you know, since we've recorded last, the mask mandates have been dropped at, at all parks. I would anticipate, I'm not going to promise, but I would anticipate they'll be dropped on the cruise line um, very soon because Royal um, Carnival and one of the cruise line has, Norwegian has dropped their mask mandates. I wonder how they're doing that because I thought it was, it's like the reason you have to have them on the buses is because it's a transportation. transportation. The, it's like the... The, the cruise ships C are not dot, whatever you know like they, the they're not registered those are not u.s vessels they're registered almost all of them in in, in another locale but yeah. they would still have law. to follow transportation regulations because it's like the like a if air, norwegians not like, if they're pulling them then. well i mean if it's like lufthansa still has to have it to use u.s airports even though it's a european airport. i mean hopefully it is because i mean uh terry is right i mean they are saying this three major cruise lines are going to lift their mass mandates the uh, the other um question is there is a lot of talk within starting, starting this friday um royal caribbean and norwegian and carnival that that it may soon be lifted for uh, air travel in the united states as well it's not been yeah confirmed if that happens they're, they're looking at it happening like soon. my kids have asked about disney cruise i know you've had a delayed disney cruise for mm -hmm. your family's on the cruise my right? my parent i was telling terry my parents and my one of my sisters and her family and aunt and uncle are on the cruise that we were supposed oh. to go on. They went today. But they still have all those restrictions in place, and that's why Don and I were like, we're just going to wait. We'll yeah, go. That's where we are, too. Yeah, I love Disney cruises. I think they're awesome. But I cannot... I can Somehow I can justify it for a two-night Star Wars experience, but I don't know if I can justify it right now for a cruise and a mask. And Not that not that it would be that big of a pain, but you're inside a lot. Yeah. And, and, and legitimately, I think... The Star Cruiser and the investment they've made there, that definitely didn't hurt their rush to get that over with. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like me that were going. They knew this, they, they, this could be a tough, tough one, right? Because I'm looking at my itinerary and you know, ninety percent of it is not in Batu. You know, mm -hmm. so if I want to take full advantage of what's going on on Star Cruiser, it's going to be inside. Uh, now, all the videos are people in masks that they've put out. But obviously, as of and all of them have week. a disclaimer that say, um, the video is not current representation of mask yeah. mandates. And if and if you and if you follow Disney social I'm media, about the cast, that will be my question. Yeah, because I don't want you know Orlando. It's optional. Um, Disneyland. Like, it's a little it, different. Think of all the characters you're going to interact with in, yeah. on the Star Cruiser. Am I going to have a Twi'lek and a mask or um, uh, what do you call a Rodian? You have a Rodian. How's that going to work? That mask. Wait, he needs a Rodian. Joe Rodian's on the Joe Rodian, the Joe Rodian experience. experience. It's a yeah. green <laughs> podcast, bald podcaster, Oddly, big ears. Not about aliens. No, <laughs> that podcast. I mean, yeah. you're not. If you're in Rodia, I assume you're not. You wouldn't consider yourself an alien. <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't know if that's where Rodians are from. That's my assumption. Maybe it's wrong. They're probably from the Hollow Earth. Rodan. Rodan, and then your Rodians, mm -hmm. like Nashvilleians. Nash villains. Nash villains. All right. Anything else? That That's, was a good trip. It was a good trip. We've been going like an hour, so I don't know if yeah. like we should I, rush I, through the Star Cruiser thing or we maybe we say push it next week. Next week, and then the next week I'll be you know or two three weeks Rish, I'll be back from my trip. I do want to bring up real quick it's that the videos from the preview of the Peppa Pig theme park have hit the YouTube yeah. channels. It opened today. It, it opened general public today, Boom. right? Yeah. Peppa Pig Park. 
Peppa Pig theme, theme park. Theme park. Peppa, 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 Peppa Pig theme park. It has uh, six rides. Oh, and it has a more lot than of Avengers Campus. Yeah, it has the like, Daddy Pig boy. roller coaster, which looks fun. Is it is it a theme park or is it just an extension of like? No, like, it's, no a it's a separately it's ticketed. ticketed. Thirty five bucks for okay. a ticket. Wow. Okay. Uh, six rides has Daddy Pig's roller coaster, Grampy Rabbit's dinosaur adventure, where you get to ride on basically. Looks pretty fun. George's uh, dinosaur. You ride on a G- George the dinosaur, like yeah, an old uh, steeplechase kind of ride. Then oh. uh, Granddad Dog's pirate boat ride looks fun. Mister Bull's high striker. Peppa's pedal bike tour, which is like tricycles around a little track. It looks fun. And Peppa Pig's balloon ride. We are, I showed my wife the videos and she was already excited, like wanted to take our daughter who loves Peppa Pig. She's four. So it's like the perfect age for her. These rides are perfectly situated for her. Um, And it, it's not going to be as insane. I feel like as taking her to Disney or something. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're looking at maybe going down on a weekend Real quick trip and taking her to do yeah. this uh, in the next couple weeks. That'll be fun. Wow, wow. That'll That'll be weeks. Fun. I mean, we don't know. We're gonna see what it looks like, and that'll be fun. But just do like a leave Friday, go down, go mm-hmm. to it, and then come back while it's still, before it gets too hot too, because she's yeah. never done yeah. a outdoor theme park type experience. She's been to the zoo and stuff. Yeah. But. And Peppa Pig fun. Land is the first, or Pe- Peppa Pig theme park mm-hmm. is the first theme park specifically made for kids six and under. Is what mm-hmm. the park nice. is. So, Which is really cool. It is cool. I think it's a good concept. There's like a splash pad too. There's shows. There's character meet and greets. It looks so pretty fantastic. It looks they, like their character meet and greets are actually like legit. Now. Yeah, they're like back to traditional. Mm-hmm. Like they're which Legoland the entire time. Legoland connected. We're always Legoland's kind of like running that, fast but. and loose. <laughs> they, they were like when the, when the world when it was at the peak, like March 2020. They were like masks. It is definitely one of those old school feelings of like how SeaWorld you buy the one day, but if you pay for two, you get <laughs> oh yeah, because like five dollars more. Thirty four ninety nine for a single day. Uh-huh. But but Peppa Pig season pass, pass run yet. Peppa Pig season pass is Six, eighty bucks. I think it's seventy nine. Yeah, seventy four ninety five. Yeah, that's pretty close. So it's exactly two days of a single day. And you go back the whole year. Yeah, twelve months. Yeah, get you get exclusive you. annual pass collectibles throughout the year. So oh, get you then, get you an annual. Oh, pass. look at this one, the awesomest pass. That's that, pretty fantastic. Do you see that one? Is that like, with Lego Land? Legoland. It's uh, U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Merlin attractions. Not even one fifty. Uh, three hundred. It's three hundred. Three hundred. You get Legoland. What? You get Legoland, Legoland Water Legoland Water Park plus uh-huh. Water Park all annual events plus thirty plus U.S. Merlin attractions for twelve months. Oh yeah, so you'll get like uh, probably the Orlando Eye mm-hmm. or whatever they call that now. You get huh. parking, discounts on dining, sea, sea retail, life. hotel. Oh, that's fun. So all those are are owned by Merlin, uh, and probably others nationwide. Well, that's, so very that's pretty cool. cool. I, I like that. You know, Banks who used to be on attractions, he runs PR now for. Uh, for oh, Lego, uh, for Legoland in general, the guy that did Attractions Magazine, yeah, Banksley, and yeah. Uh, he's huh. always been good to us and good guy. And uh, I've been watching his promo stuff, and it looks really cool. I'm I'm excited about taking her to it, seeing the experience, it's and so- also it's I don't I still don't think she's ready for the full. Disney. I think you'd be surprised, but it, well, we'll find out. But she, we're gonna. It's okay do this. to start here, but it's a good. It's and a she good loves work. Peppa Pig too, so it'll be like mind-blowing to her uh mm-hmm. my my question is going to be is she going to come back with a, a a nice every child that i know that watch uh watches peppa pig on the reg has a uh has a nice uh has a nice british accent oh she already does yeah yeah, yeah. i mean starts, she starts talking at you like she's they, uh, they, well they called it during the pandemic the peppa pig effect because so many kids <laughs> were sit watching that and bluey while, while their parents were oh, trying bluey. to work yeah that they were watching even more than they normally would 
but she says things like cheeky all the time and like, oh, you're being cheeky. Or she'll say, uh, oh, she says schedule. Uh, hol- she talks about holiday. Like yeah, she, going she was on really holiday. confused when I didn't go into work on a Monday. And I said, because it's a holiday, it was like Memorial Day or something. And she goes, where are you going? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, you going on holiday? I come too? Oh, I'm like, no, no, no. It's a holiday. I'm not going on holiday. <laughs> this is America, sweetie. And so she uses, she says some a lot of phrases like that that are- That's um, awesome. That are inherently not American. <laughs> That's really so We'll call this episode, cute. Terry Goes to Disneyland. There was something there in the middle that was good. I forgot what it is already. The story. Uh, oh, the story. Re- the, the Rancho Mirage. And Will mm-hmm. goes to Peppa Pig Land. And Peppa Pig Land. And then we'll catch up next time. We'll talk Galactic Star Cruiser. We'll talk about, which, by the way, if you're like me, you may want to mute the Disney internet starting tomorrow uh, because mm-hmm. the embargoes are lifted. They, they're going to be kicked off the Star Cruiser at like 930 in the morning, and they're going to be... Yeah. Yeah, I booked They're- my flights, and it's we're we're flying in. We land like at noon, check-ins from one to four, and then we fly out the next day. There oh, two days like later. Oh, you're not. Well, someone's in our house, so oh. I got nowhere to go. I got I got no place left to go. We're gonna go to the beach after, uh, but it's, but we're yeah. You have to leave by, 10 a.m. just like a normal checkout. But it'll be interesting, and I I'm trying to not spoil myself. I was talking to this with my wife, but I also have to kind of get some things because I have the kids with me. It'd be like going on a cruise ship and not and knowing nothing. Right. You do need to know a little bit of yeah. something. So I'm trying yeah. to not spoil all the imagery, but I've seen a lot and just have been like, all right, what's... Mm-hmm. I did watch a room tour video, and that uh-huh. looks pretty cool. Then I haven't watched the room I, tour. I yeah. will say this. I mean, we got five in there, so it's going to be interesting. Pack light. And pack like you're going to space. Like... Do the costume. I'm, I'm if I'm going to space, Everybody's I'm packing going to space. everything I can. Yeah, I leave for a. I'm going for a week. <laughs> you never so know. You're coming home. Tough. Going to oh. space is easy to pack for because we've all done it. So mm. you should know what to take. <laughs> Just essentials. <laughs> yeah. Tunics. Toothbrush. I did see that they because originally we all got an email Just saying tunics and toothpaste. Here's <laughs> the two T's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you pack for. <laughs> tunics, <laughs> toothpaste, tattoos. I'm going on holiday <laughs> in space. Uh, so I did get an email about a month ago saying, hey, you can order your, your robes and all of the stuff through Disney. And I didn't because I was like, my kids already have costumes. I have stuff that's Star Wars-ish. And I'm like, that's kind of where I'm going to go. I'm not going to. But yesterday they said, by the way, and they said you could not buy them on the board. On board, They're like, mm. this is only available if you order them. They came back to that and said, we've opened a store. So there now is a Shandrilla collection. And they're going to have a store in the main lobby. To buy the stuff, which of course, why would, you why not? would they have For not? FOMO, I mean. But they're going to have it. Because you know all the influencers are going to come out of their dress to the nines. Oh, gonna... yeah. They got head tails. You can buy head tails to wear around. My oh, kids who? will love that. What do you mean? Like, you can buy like... Peppa Pig ears at Peppa Pig. What, what exactly is, what is a head tail? Like a Twi'lek. A what? Okay, like an Ahsoka Tano. Okay. Or a. Oh. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. A head tail. Okay. Well, what do you want to call it? That's I don't know. The lady they legit look that like owns head tails. They have a name. Yeah. Twilight head tails are called what? Will. Uh. Lauren the axe. Nice. Like you. That's what they're called. Or singular is a lek. L e k or leek. And then if you have the double tails, like his old Fortuna, he got the one tail. Wrap around. around. Yeah. 
And then you have a Twi'lek who's got the two tails. That's a Lequeu. You, mix, you <laughs> miss this conversation up with Disney about it. This thing, this goes off the rails fast. Yeah. Boom. I'll buy them. I'll be walking around at you the bar. Get some I'll be in the bar, man. Like, give me one of those outer rims also. Check out my head tail. Pardon? That's like, oh, we had one of those. No, I'm saying you were like. That's what I'm you saying. It'll be like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'll be yeah. stumbling around. What can yeah. I get for you? Um, blaster. <laughs> <laughs> you got a blaster back there? <laughs> you got one of those lightsabers we're not allowed to touch? I want one of those. All right, let's wrap up. All right, I'll go through my itinerary next time. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll just do this as a review show. I know a lot of people have tweeted me saying they're happy that I spent the money to go and I'm not going as a member of the media. Not that I wouldn't have gone if we weren't invited, but because uh, you know I'm going to give a 100% honest review. Oh, you're going to give a... I did see honest. one like Disney person that was like that was like a fake account that put, I would pay 10 times what I paid to go on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser again, which is nothing. So 10 times, which I paid nothing, so 10 times nothing, also nothing. Uh, you know, so I'll give you a 100% brutally honest review. I know I paid. I know Lynn Testa paid. And I know uh, Tom Cordless paid. We've all been in contact. I'm like... Maybe we're gonna do, yeah. You know, maybe we'll try to do something where we can collect our notes. So mm -hmm. that'd kind of, be, that, yeah. Why'd yeah. be fun if we have the two the of dark them. forces of the Disney, yeah, <laughs> like the dark lords yeah, yeah. of the the ones who keep it real. Is this the knights of? It's like the knights yeah. of the round. Is that, I know. I'm into that. Like, I'll definitely do it, Len. I've never had. I'm, I've met Tom. I've talked to him, but very briefly. But you know, Tom's I'd, GD I'd Plus. I, I will say my favorite. His GD Plus review was one of my favorite yeah. things that's ever hit the internet. I will say that the most like fun thing I've seen on the Disney internet that I, I thought that I thought you guys would appreciate we can close with that that uh, is not far from wrong that Genie Plus has turned the Disney experience in, into Spirit Airlines. Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely a, a rough experience, and I think that it's largely everyone knows it's largely uh, debated whether it's worth it or whether it does kind of hurt things more than help. And they got a lot to work out there. I think Does that, that mean you catch the chicken pox? Yeah, we'll got the chicken pox. You got Frontier, right? So they're, they're about to be the they're same. They're merging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. merging. Right. You charge you so got, much. You got you got the chicken pox on Frontier? You don't remember? Oh, you yeah. were part of this conversation. We yeah. all went to lunch together, and I said, you know, Will's never gotten the chicken pox. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. In that lunch, Will goes, I'm not feeling well. It was once we got back to the office. Like, immediately, yeah. though. Yeah. What like, was this? Uh, seven, years eight ago. years ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, we went to Sapphire in Franklin. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. We walked back over to the office and he but got we, sick. I and said, then, man, I'm then he, like a little feverish. I'm going to go home. And then he found a couple spots. And then by the end, it riddled you. Well, it was three days of like a fever that they checked me the flu, everything, couldn't, yeah. anything. Then I'm at home and I'm like, wait a second. What's up? Call the doctor. Hey, could this be the chicken box? They're like, don't leave your house. <laughs> yeah, because we grew up in the final generation to not have the vaccine. Right. Because your wife has the vaccine. Yeah. Right? It's just crazy. It's just, like like just a couple, couple years, years later, they they, they yeah. invented that. So, all right. And no one told us. No. Sorry. <laughs> so, to wrap it up, you got anything you want to plug? You talking to me? Yeah. Uh, go to youtube.com slash the podcast for our content there. We had a fun episode this week on our live show with Aaron Weber, the comedian. He's on the Ooh, Nate Land yeah. podcast. Nice. He's going to be performing at Whiskey Weekend this year, which we have a, like 10 or 15 uh, tickets opened up of people that um, weren't able to make final payment. So that's at uh, go, go to YouTube.com slash the podcast. Listen to that episode. It's called Drinking with Comedian Aaron Weber. Um, learn about that. And if you like that, maybe check out um 
uh, whiskey weekend. So go hang with Will and the Grease. Yeah, it's fantastic. Terry, nothing. You know, uh, was I'll, I'll, I'll plug uh, the Doctor Disneyland's course. Mm. If you want to know the history of Disneyland, it's at wisdomofwalt.com. Get on his email list. Very cool. Um, he has a book called The Wisdom of Walt. Good friend. It was a good. It was good to be out there with him and just to talk about all the the. And we've got some other fun things we're going to do together. But he spoke at the thing Orlando this year. He'll be speaking in Nashville and Orlando this year. So, uh, yeah. All right, check it out. Lot. I help out on a podcast called What Women Binge. Yep. Melissa Joan Hart from maybe you might remember Clarissa explains it all. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or any number of lifetime countless. Movies. I've said countless yeah. is what I've had. To I don't talk know about how it. many there are. Countless lifetime original movies. Uh, this week she signed a multi-year deal, so there'll be more. There's going to be so many more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week we premiered the episode with Chris Caraba, who is Dashboard Confessional, one of my favorite bands back in college. I know um, one of our favorite bands, really. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great episode. Great, great episode, and he sings a couple songs, and I encourage everyone to go check that out. He talks, he talks Spider Man. Yeah, talks there's Spider-Man. a pretty significant, or significant portion about. If yeah. you know, he, he did the theme song, or maybe this is what you call that. What do you call yeah, that? He's, he the says first, it was the, the credit theme. song, the main credit song, Vindicated, mm-hmm. which we all knew uh, from Spider Man Two, and it's actually a very fascinating story. It's yeah. not a they called us, we were popular, they put us in the movie. Mm-hmm. It has, it has. Okay, Really deep backstory, right? And, and I love. He also talks about his interactions with U two because Dashboard toured with U two, and that's that, a great that, story. I've gotten like friends text me. They're like, "The part about U two is crazy." It is so cool. Yeah. That is one of my favorite. It made me like Bono a lot more. Right, right. Like I didn't have, I had no dislike of Bono, but like yeah. I had no care one way or the well, other. Well, ever since they put their album on our phones, we've all yeah, been like, "Wait a second, Bono." Yeah, you're suspicious. Wait about a second, Bono. but not now. Now we trust him again. But it's available at mm-hmm. What Women Binge. Sorry, I stuttered. WhatWomenBinge.com yeah. and on YouTube, it's just on Melissa's channel. So YouTube.com/slash Melissa Joan Hart official. Mm-hmm. He said Dashboard Confessional was on this week. We gotta get Melissa on this as well. Yeah. Uh, She's had some Disney stuff. I don't know. I mean, she should be a legend. Right. She should be a Disney legend at this point. And, I mean, she was the very early memories of going to Universal. I remember walking by yeah. seeing her do her show. Oh, yeah. Sabrina Everyone was TGIF, right? Sabrina was on TGIF. And that's ABC. That's yeah, we, Disney. Oh, yeah. There's she's plenty there. of Disney. She's a, she's a, she is a Disney person. She's on the 50th anniversary special. There you go. Uh, they shot an episode of Sabrina there. And then last week they had on Patricia Heaton. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, they had Angela and Matt Lanter. Matt was uh, Anakin in the mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Ken Paisley, Chris Kirkpatrick. It has been a, a great list of people. Mm-hmm. And there some are fun ones coming some up. really yeah. fun ones coming up. If you're a pro wrestling fan, I'm wearing my AEW shirt right now. Uh, coming up on, not the next episode. Next episode mm-hmm. uh, is, you'll see if you're a Housewives fan, you'll yeah. like that one. And following that, you'll have Matt and his wife, Dana. Matt is Matt Jackson from the Young Bucks. And they have a great conversation. We had a lot of fun with them. So again, check that out. All the links are at whatwomenbinge.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can go just directly to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Yeah, you we know, need they're, people to subscribe. They're building. I think the show is excellent. There's more people got to see it. So, All right. And oh, for me, Airbnb.com. If you're looking for a place to stay, we are fairly booked right now. Summer's open, though. Summer is pretty open. I know today someone's going to book for two weeks of July. So if you're looking wow. for any of those uh, dates, you better book now because we, are comp- like, we have a handful of dates open for March. I think there's one week open in March right now. Wow. And... I mean, April April's like three or four days open. Then starting in May, there's some openings. Then June, usually gone, because honestly, I don't know. 
there's a, there is some openings though coming up in July and August. Always. We gotta get that Laughagram page set up where people like all of our links are there, so people can just go to one spot and find all of our stuff. That's a good point. We should do that. We can do that. Like, we can like do a, a link tree. Page. We can do a link tree. Something like that. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. We'll come up with that. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. And I'm Matt Lott. We'll see you on the next show.